Good morning and welcome back to Margin. This morning we're going to talk about overnight success. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So we've all seen those stories of those overnight successes, those people who seemingly struck gold and uh, and didn't seem to have to put in a whole lot of work. But oftentimes what you actually see behind the scenes is that people have put in years of, of dedication to master their craft. And so today I just want to jump into uh, what it looks like to actually master that craft that would fit into you building your vocation and being able to to really uh, get yourself into a place where you are growing your income and able to translate that income to savings. So school was one of those aspects that I had to work overtime for. It was something that I actually had to dedicate more than probably the average person in order to succeed in. And we all remember those classmates who didn't have to study, could step in on finals day, could uh, knock out the test in a record time and and pass and and move on with life. Um, but I was not one of those students. I was one of the students that had to study uh, long hours in order to uh, not only take in information, but understand the information that was being given to me. So why I say that is the fact that oftentimes you see an outcome, you see a um, someone succeed in a certain area, but you don't see all those hours of studying. You don't see all those hours behind the scenes of them working their tail off to make something happen that otherwise you know, may come easier for other people. So there's something called the 10,000 hour rule. And what that means is that someone who has spent at least 10,000 hours on a certain craft has then mastered that craft. And so that's basically taking someone from a place of a novice to an expert. And with that, a 10,000 hour mark basically looks at, okay, if, if somebody spends a certain number of hours per day, per week, per month, over a certain number of years, they will be able to become an expert in their craft. Now with that, when you are looking at the full-time position of an individual being about 2000 hours a year, and you break that down into, uh, into that 10,000 hour rule, you're looking at about five years for someone to master a craft. So oftentimes these trades are something that you are not able to work full time on. It may be a side hustle. It may be uh, mastering a hobby. It may be your, um, your job itself, but your actual focus time on the trade that you're working on mastering may only be a fraction of the total amount of time you're at work. And so with that, you're looking at the 10,000 hour rule from a standpoint of however many hours of dedicated time you have to master that craft. And so oftentimes it does actually take people a lot longer than five years to master a craft because of the fact uh, that they may not be able to do it full time. So what happens when people are actually hopping jobs uh, and they are, are are going from one position in one company to the next 
and and they are uh, seemingly you know hopping the steps on the ladder. So what does that cause when it comes to the ten thousand hour rule? And and oftentimes what people don't realize and what I didn't realize was the fact that even though I was changing jobs every two or three years because that's the millennial way. Uh, and, and I was gaining that experience and then taking that and applying it to the next position and growing, you know, from a standpoint of the position and the pay and so on and so forth. Um, that didn't necessarily mean that there was a direct correlation of me being able to spend enough time in that position to be comfortable with the position to then really get into that, uh, focus time to master that craft. So I think you don't actually find this until you build some margin to be able to reflect. And reflecting basically enables you to look back and be like, okay, what missed opportunities did I have? What what things did I learn that now I can adjust going forward to seize opportunities as I see them coming down the turnpike? And so with that, it's important to look at, okay, if I want to master a craft, I need to be dedicated to it. I can't be hopping around. I need to be focused in on, on growing in that area and being able to remove distractions that don't have to do with building uh, that specific trade that I want to grow in. And if that is your vocation, if you are in the vocation that you know that you are wired to be in, that that is something you were, you were, you were wired to do, uh, then you should have that comfort of being able to lean in and being able to focus in on that vocation, focus in on being the best that you can be, becoming world-class at what it is you do for a vocation. So instant gratification has forced us into this place where uh, we don't want to wait necessarily to gain that education. We don't want to necessarily wait to get that experience. And we try to just hack our way along you know, the process in order to get enough information in enough areas so that we can advance. But the problem with that is the fact that this is an area that you, uh, although you can uh, seek out mentors to pour into you to to share uh, in their experience and what they've uh, walked through, and you may be able to uh, you know uh, you know volunteer in certain areas and have maybe an internship or something like that that helps you in that skill set. Um, you you still have to learn the skill set, and oftentimes I'm seeing that people are uh, are trying to jump the ladder and and not learn the critical pieces along the way in order to truly be able to be successful in that vocation for you know from the standpoint of a career over the long haul so oftentimes we see these overnight successes or seemingly overnight successes and we just assume that they uh, leapfrog their way to whatever it was, whatever they did um, accomplish. And when we are looking at uh, taking new ground when it comes to uh, to to getting on the offense, when it comes to uh, growing your income and turning that into wealth, when it uh, when it has to do with your vocation, it's important for you to look at how you can. Uh, master a craft and not just hop around based on what's popular and what pop culture is telling you and what the news is telling you and everything else that could be distracting, but trying to figure out, okay, what can you actually become world-class at? And so my call to action today really comes down to looking into how you can master your craft, how you can lean in further to make sure that you are gaining this skill set that you 
need in order to grow that vocation. And whether that's getting a mentor, whether that's going back to uh, get some kind of certification or some other learning avenue, uh, it's important for this aspect to be uh, to be thought through, to be um, to be processed through, being that the vocation will have a direct correlation in your ability to build wealth. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.